back to Tay Learning. My name is Danny, And I'm Olivia. We are your co-hosts. I know you might have been looking forward to a bejeweled music video breakdown. <laughs> and we are too, but we're tired. We're tired. <laughs> so we just crossed the six-month threshold of Tay Learning. Yay! We're really tired and Thanksgiving just happened and I just moved. There's a lot happening right now. We just didn't have the energy to do a full music video analysis and we would not have done the bejeweled music video the justice it deserves had we done it right now so we're kind of taking a little bit of a break week yeah and you all deserve and the music video deserves to be really broken down so we will give it its justice we're just gonna do it in a week (laughs) yes (laughs) so for this week we have a little bonus episode uh we're going to do a draft so we'll be drafting our midnight's teams if you will you might have seen this on tiktok it's a lot of fun and we are going to be doing kind of a blend of not just our favorite songs because if you are a longtime listener you might already know what our rankings are even though they've obviously shifted around in the past couple months but a mix of what we think will be a strong team Mm -hmm. and what we actually really enjoy on the album. Yeah, and then once we have our teams drafted, we will probably post them on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us over there, go check us out at Tailoring Podcast, and we will have a poll for you guys to vote who had the best team. Oh, that's so much pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Before we jump into it, because this is going to be a quicker episode than normal, we are going to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. So we'll see you back here in just a minute. We need a coin flip. Olivia is going to find a coin coin flip app because who actually flips a coin? I could just find a coin. But no, <laughs> uh, no, that's too difficult when the internet exists. All right, Danny, flip a coin. Heads or tails? Gotta go tails. Tails never fails. Okay, we're flipping tails. Ah, yes. Okay, all right. Uh, even though statistically, tails does fail, but <laughs> thank on it. All right, so I'm gonna start my draft off hot. It's the biggest song in the world. It's still my personal favorite on Midnight's Even If It's Suffering from Taylor Swift Single Syndrome. My first pick is Antihero. Must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. I wouldn't expect less of you, honestly. Th- thank you? <laughs> no, no, like that's your favorite. <laughs> it is my favorite. And I recognize it. <laughs> and it's like I feel like it's a strong start you know yeah so that's like my quarterback amazing even though you should never draft a quarterback in your first round but that's just a little fantasy football tip anyway yeah, yeah Danny's playing fantasy football but I I am not I know nothing so with, with your boyfriend that won't participate yeah with my boyfriend who also doesn't play but he, <laughs> he has like team he's in the league <laughs> but he's won like three times <laughs> that's so funny what's your first pick I'm gonna have to go maroon. Okay. So maroon, I feel like, is a personal pick for sure. It has climbed my midnight's ranking ladder exponentially, and it's probably the one I could actually listen to on repeat. So this is a selfish pick. I just, I needed it. You know what? I can't be mad at it. Mm-mm. Can't be mad at it. It is a great song and it's definitely grown on me quite a bit. So, all right. My next draft pick, I'm coming in with You're On Your Own Kid. You're on your own kid. 
You always have been. Oh damn! <laughs> wow, you're really ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's a really strong. You know, it's like it's like my tight end pick. Track five, but I feel like it's just such a well-written bridge it's kicked off the friendship bracelet thing if you're unfamiliar with that project be sure to go check out at ts tour tips page for that information but i feel like it goes with the personal and great parts of anti-hero yeah i agree i think it's one of her most emotional songs on the album what's your next round pick picking karma Karma is my boyfriend. Okay. That's strong. I know why. Okay. I know why I would pick it, but why would you pick it? It's Karma. (laughs) I think it's one of the boppiest ones on Midnights. And I don't think she's going to release it as a single. I have this feeling she's not going to do that, but it would smash as a single. It would smash as a single. I can't wait for it to be like, a trending sound on TikTok for people who aren't just on Swift Talk because it will be there. It's gonna. <laughs> I get- can't wait to see her perform it live. She has to. Oh, she's gonna. It's gonna be so exciting. Has to. <sighs> My next pick. Don't come for me. I'm going for what it coulda shoulda. Damn, that was my next one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one was going to be competitive. I mean, it's woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah, I think that it is one of her like best written songs of all time. I think the only reason it wasn't track five is because she wanted it to be track 19. I feel like that was intentional. Mm, that is true. It is emotional. It's beautiful. It's vulnerable. My team so far is very, very vulnerable and emotional. So I need, I need some bops to be in here right now. Cause I'm no gonna, karma for you. <laughs> I got a sad boy team, <laughs> but that's, that's my third round. I'm questioning the one I have written down. Hold on. G- give me two seconds. You take your time. I'm going to take midnight rain. He was sunshine. I was midnight. He wanted a comfortable. I wanted that. <sighs> is that still your favorite on the album? No, and that was, I don't know, it never was like a solid, like, this is my favorite for sure. It's just, I had to pick one of my top five. I think I would have to reevaluate my rankings really heavily to tell you what my number one favorite is. I still don't, I'm not confident (laughs) picking one. (laughs) Fair enough. And we've said this before, I guess I've said this before, that when I find a favorite, I really, really lean into it and like make that my personality. Like, yeah. I don't think I can change from New Romantics being my favorite Taylor Swift song. Even if I found <laughs> something I liked more, too bad. <laughs> You've committed. Too bad. <laughs> it's you, hi. So I'm the You're problem. The problem. <laughs> like when I first heard Annie Hero, we were like, when you I first heard it. You said yeah. that's my favorite Taylor Swift song. It's in my top three. <laughs> yes, immediately. We were, we were halfway through the song and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't it. even know it was going to be a single yet. <laughs> so I have to go Lavender Haze for my next pick. That was my next one. We have the same taste. <laughs> <laughs> Truly shocking. Um, wow. <laughs> I just, you know, it starts off with that medium in night. Oh, and nothing will ever like 
probably until her next all new album that comes out, it won't ever be able to top the feeling when we heard that song together and we're just shook to our core. And I think that's why I love Lavender Haze so much is because I had a visceral reaction to hearing it for the first time. Yeah, literally the video of us were like, <gasps> yeah, <Ooh>. yeah. Although <laughs> we I were a mess. Sometimes if she added the Meet Me at Midnight later when she knew she was going to name the album Midnights, Probably. because the line doesn't totally make sense in the context of the rest yeah. of the song. It's a cute little ad lib. Yeah, it is a cute little ad lib. <laughs> and I can't decide if I think the Eras tour is going to open with like Meet Me at Midnight or if it's going to open with the clip that's all over social media of like a little burst of our song, a little burst of love story. Like that would be so cool too because it's the Eras tour. But right, because it's not the Midnight's World Tour. But at the same time, like that's her new album. I don't know. She's going to surprise us. All I know is like the It's Me. Hi. I don't think it's going to start like that because that's her biggest bop. They never do their biggest bops at first. No, no. Biggest bop is for later. You got to open it with something that is like for the fans. Not even like the super fans. Just at least people who've listened to the album. Yeah. We'll do like an episode where we come up with our ideal set list. So stay tuned for that because I think that'll be so fun to hash out. I literally... It's very stressful and overwhelming to think about. Uh, But for now, Lavender Haze, bop, it's being added to my vulnerability and my (laughs) vulnerability lineup. And while it's vulnerable, it's also a bop. So it's true. It's good bop. Fourth round draft pick. What you getting? I'm taking Paris. 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 This one, I think, is a little bit on the underrated side. I feel like everyone says that they love it but it isn't high on people's rankings I feel like yeah I think that the song's gonna be a grower because it came after bigger than the whole sky on the Mm. album and bigger than the whole sky was just so like gut-wrenching and again it's 3 a.m when we're listening to this and then you get hit with Paris or like punched in the face with this boppy happiness (laughs) right after crying your damn eyes out so I think it's placement on the album really harmed it in the draft. In I the, think the draft. it should have been on Lover. I, I think that's why I love it so much. <laughs> I saw, okay, I saw a tweet that said, Paris is if Taylor was mentally in her Lover era while writing 1989. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bobby and Happy. <laughs> well, speaking of Bobby and Happy, I'm switching things up a little bit from my list, but I need another bop in here. So I'm going for my fifth round with Hits different i pictured you with other girls in love and threw up on the street nice nice i really like hits different and i am desperate for it to be on streaming platforms because i think it has some incredible lyricism and it is so overlooked because it's a target exclusive it's on a cd you know (laughs) like it's only on a cd that's the only way unless you like burn your cd onto your computer old school style which no one's doing that these days your computer doesn't have a cd drive you know it's just i'm not attached to hits different because the only way i can play it is in my shitty ass cd player that has bad speakers so i don't listen to it (laughs) yeah i mean there's not really a way to listen to it occasionally people post like illicit tiktoks with the full audio that get taken down within a day but 
it's so much fun. And if it were on streaming platforms, I think that it would be given better treatment. I wonder, I have this theory that Hits Different is going to be released as a single because I think it would do great on the radio. And she did do her TikTok little snippet Mm -hmm. teaser of it. I think that she might release it as a single. And when she releases it as a single, it'll be on platforms. But I could be wrong because maybe she has that exclusivity deal with Target that's non-negotiable under any terms. I don't know. I just, I need it. I need but it. then if you think the Lover vinyl with the the only pressing that exists of the pink and the blue discs started as a Target exclusive. And now it's sold at indie record stores. It's sold on her website. So who knows? But I need I it. Know. I need it soon. I need it soon. It's killing me. <laughs> And now I have a bop in my lineup. My lineup is Amazing. a little bit a little bit more well-rounded. Balance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fifth round draft pick. Go. I'm taking the Great War. Damn it. <laughs> so that was going to be my next one. <laughs> going to be my I next love one. this song this song grew on me a lot I remember when we both listened to it for the first time we were like mm, uh. <laughs> it was 3 a.m we were quite tipsy and we were very tired and the start of the 3 a.m tracks was the great war and the lyricism went above our heads at that time in our lives it did it's so beautifully written and it's not monotonous or even like slow it's got kind of a moving tempo it just, the depth of that song comes a lot in the lyricism that we couldn't have given less of a shit about. No, at the time. not at that time. That's not why we love Paris. We were like, Paris, <laughs> we were some, where, where else? else? <laughs> but you're right. The Great War is also a grower. <laughs> and it's trending on TikTok with yeah, somewhere in the haze got the sense I'd been betrayed. I've been betrayed. <laughs> so good. That's a really good pick. <laughs> Respectable. <laughs> there are good picks. Like everyone you say, I'm like, oh, really? You had to pick that one. <laughs> My sixth round picks were in like the second half here of songs. I'm going with Sweet Nothing. All that you ever wanted from me was Sweet Nothing. I was wondering when you were going to take it. If you've listened to our ranking episodes, you might be aware as the listener that I really love Sweet Nothing. I think it is a really beautiful song. And while it's still really high up in my ranking, I mean, I don't think that the lyricism is super outstanding. I don't even think that like it moves a lot. Like it doesn't have a whole lot of up and down, much like Invisible String, which I love Invisible (laughs) String. A lot of people, Invisible String is not their thing because it doesn't do a whole lot. It stays kind of the same the whole song. I live for that shit. Sweet Nothing does the same thing, but I, you know, I don't think it's a well-rounded enough player to be in the front of my O-line draft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so interesting to me because in my brain, Sweet Nothing is the New Year's Day of Midnight's. I want your midnights, but I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. But New Year's Day was obviously for reputation. That's what my brain says because it comes at the end of the album. It's the sweet kind of stripped down. I want. I hadn't really drawn that comparison in my brain, but I really like it. And now I don't think that I can unhear the comparison. Yeah. I hear it in a bad way. I just because like 
New Year's Day, the whole like purpose is, yeah, I want to do all the fun, flashy partying with you and like show you off, but I want to clean up after the party the next day with you. That's what I want. And Sweet Nothing, I think, has the same message, at least in my brain. I really like that. I hadn't drawn that comparison. I guess I thought of it as like musically similar to Invisible String, which I love. Mm-hmm. While thematically, it is much closer to New Year's Day. So, I mean, and New Year's Day is writes the best songs about Jalalwin. So, it does. <laughs> and New Year's Day is one of my favorites on Reputation. So, yeah. I guess that all makes sense. But I, I really love Sweet Nothing, and now I've got like a really pretty, sad piano yeah. song. So, sixth round draft pick. What do you got? Bejeweled. Yeah, (laughs) we do have the same taste because that was next to mine. (laughs) It keeps happening. (laughs) So, why? I know why, but why? A bop. I have nothing besides it's a bop. (laughs) It's a bop, man. So good. And I don't think that the lyrics are anything outstanding, but man, do you feel it in <laughs> your soul? It's by so the way, fun. I'm going, I'm going out, out tonight. tonight. And you, <laughs> everyone does the hand thing when they hear shimmer. Like it's the, the bejeweled strut. It's like a thing. And it's one of those songs that I've noticed that when people hear it, everybody likes it. Like every guy that I'm around while it's playing is like moving their shoulders. Like yeah, it's oh. it's infectious. Infectious is the right word. And the like, music video is amazing. Uh, I wouldn't play Bejeweled for somebody who claims they don't like Taylor Swift if I'm trying to convert them off the bat. Bejeweled is like intermediate level trying to make someone a Swifty. You know, you gotta you gotta show her show them her most impressive stuff and then you hit them with the Bejeweled. Because I feel like, to me, Bejeweled is the me of Midnight's. I promise that you'll never find another like me. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's better than me. But it's the, the, it's the me of Midnight's. It's the but me the, of Midnight's. Nice! I picture it in the exact me font with the exclamation point every time she does it. And I don't hate it. I'm a me apologist. So that's not a diss coming from me. <laughs> and me and Olivia are very different than that because I am like... <sighs> I'm not gonna say I'm a me hater. I understand its purpose, but being a lead single forever tainted it for me. Because why? For me, ha, double entendre. But like, why would you, why'd she do that? And with Brendan Urie, girly pop. <laughs> Olivia is a me apologist. I am a me hater. I guess. All right. Next? Vigilante shit. I'm a vigilante shit. Nice, nice. I feel like this song still is not one of my favorites necessarily from the album, but I think it's a really strong contender for this position for draft position. Number seven, powerful song. It's a little bit cringe millennial, but Taylor Swift at her very core is a cringe millennial. So it's pretty. And I had this thought about vigilante shit of like, you know, I've been saying, Part of what makes me so cringy about it is it just sounds like she's desperately trying to be cool. But I had this thought of this isn't about her actually like seeking revenge. It's about her literally fantasizing. It's a fantasy playing in her head. In my brain, it's like what she wishes were so. Yeah. Like she wishes that she was that type of person. But it's a banger. It's hard to deny the sick ass beat and like 
she got it's the envelope. Lie. Where do you think she got it from? He was doing lines and crossing all of mine. Still, it's like a like top tier lyric. Still one of my favorites on all of Midnight's. Yeah. What's your seventh round pick? Taken Mastermind. What if I told you I'm a mastermind? And now you're mine. Tell me why. So Mastermind surprisingly makes me tear up every time I pay attention to the lyrics. Okay. (laughs) It's just the idea of the song is that she felt like the only reason why Joe chose to be with her is because she forced him into it. She tricked him into it. And she finally becomes comfortable enough with him to admit that. And she's never admitted that she does this to anyone in her life ever. And when she admits it, he smiles at her and was like, yeah, I know. Of course, I know. I saw you do it. And I don't know. It's just really sweet. Like, she didn't have to, but she thought this whole time that she did. I love that song a lot. I can't listen to it without thinking about how it is directly contradicting my favorite song on folklore, which is, like I said, Invisible String. Because <laughs> Invisible String's like, oh, it was fate all this time. But time, time. I don't think it contradicts it, actually, because, like, that, like, Mastermind is her anxiety of it. She felt like she had to do all these things, so she did all these things, but really she didn't have to because it would have happened no matter what. Oh, I like that take so much better. Okay, I'm back on the Mastermind love train. Because <laughs> in the end, he was like, yeah, I know that you were doing all this crazy shit, but I still wanted to be with you. <laughs> I think I'm going to throw a curveball your way with okay. my number eight pick, and I'm going Dear Reader. Dear Reader, when you aim at the devil, make sure you don't miss. I'm not that surprised. Really? Why aren't you surprised? Yeah. You defend that song really heavily when I say that it's my bottom ranked midnight song. (laughs) I do. And I hear that it's a bottom ranked a lot. And I feel the need to explain, not to explain to people, because people are allowed their opinions. You're allowed your opinion. But Dear Reader to me is just a really underrated song of her confessing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And it's hidden behind some really unique some would argue strange production choices and it's straight up her saying like why would you take advice from me I'm falling apart I'm a mess you only look up to me because of the position that I'm in you really shouldn't though because I'm not a good role model I think it's a really really vulnerable song I've been saying that a lot for my team here but yeah I agree with you 100% and I appreciate the lyricism but it just doesn't musically do anything for me. That's fine. I won't be mad about it. But you know, like I vibe with me and look what you made me do. So like I'll vibe with any Taylor Swift song. I even vibe with Girl at Home if you play it and catch me in the right mood. Or if you're around people who aren't Taylor Swift fans, because if that song comes on, you're around non-Taylor Swift fans, you still have to be like, uh, this is fucking Taylor Swift. So, Oh my God, they're playing Shake It Off. <laughs> Literally, I was I was at my second job yesterday. I was serving and Shake It Off came on twice within the span of 30 minutes. And somebody shouted, Danny, are you controlling the music? And I'm like, no, but isn't this a banger? <laughs> like, If I was controlling the music, you really think I'd play Shake It Off shake twice it in 30 minutes? Off? No. <laughs> I was like, this is not a great Taylor Swift song. And then one of my coworkers was like, it's a, no, this is a great Taylor Swift song. And then I retracted. Okay, I was like, yeah, you're, right, you're totally right. right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Nice job. <laughs> All right. What is your number eight? 
I ask you a question? Yeah, that was my next one on my list. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised at all. For me, this one falls really middle of the road, but it's very solid. Like, how can you not listen to it and, like, be happy? I feel like this song was so, and continues to be really overlooked because the narrative is really bizarre because these questions, the way that she's wording them sounds kind of weird unless you understand. Like, that TikTok of somebody explaining the, oh, like, make makes, like, puts it into perspective, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, the narrative is really hard to follow out the gate. I really like it though i really think it's about harry styles but she confirmed it basically with the out of the woods sampling i remember like if if anyone out there really believes it's not about harry styles like what was she doing with that sample like what's your theory about what she was doing with that sample all i can think is to throw people off but she doesn't do it like that though (sighs) Go look at our TikTok account, people. Our reaction to the third question the first time that I remember we were snapped. <laughs> Shook to our very cause. <laughs> but a really solid pick. Solid pick. And I like the trend on TikTok. It's kind of a micro trend, but the trend of can I ask you a question right before people are about to say something weird. Yep. I just love this, like Swift Talk trends that sometimes take off onto real TikTok. Me too. Makes me happy. <laughs> What's your next? All right. My number nine draft pick is Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You are bigger than the whole sky. That's a good one. I have a lot it's of sad, sad. In here. Yeah. I feel like your draft is like midnight sad version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, pretty much. Bigger Than the Whole Sky is just such a beautiful song. I kind of don't even want to know what it's about ever because I like that people can apply it to their own lives. I think it is just a, a gorgeous piece of work by Miss Swift. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad and I I really like it, but I can't listen to it very often. It's almost in like the skip category with like Ronin for me because yeah. it's I can't- like soon you'll get better skip for me. Yeah, because like yeah. if- I want to listen to it and truly enjoy it. Then I have to think about something I missed. Like I have to think about my, my dogs and uh, I don't want to cry on a random Tuesday afternoon while I'm at work. Cause bigger yeah. than the whole sky came on shuffle next. Yeah. And it's hard for me to listen to like these sad songs that even if I can't directly relate to it, like soon you'll get better. I can't relate directly to that song. If I listen to it too closely, my empathy for Taylor will make me feel it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel about bigger than the whole sky. So I usually skip it. What's your next pick? Your number nine. Labyrinth. labyrinth. This one gets unjust hate. I love Labyrinth. I loved it off the bat. It's definitely dropped in my rankings, but it's not because I dislike Labyrinth more. It's because other ones have risen up above Labyrinth and it gets unnecessary hate. I also think it gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I wish it did not. The production, again, is bizarre, but I don't think that makes it bad. All right? Mm-mm. It's a good song. Yeah. All these songs are good songs. Yes. I'm coming in with, I'm switching up my ranking as we speak, because I'm going with High Infidelity. High Infidelity, put on your records and regret me. Damn it, that was my next one. <laughs> I 
won't tell you what my next one was going to be yet, but the reason that I literally last minute decided to switch it, because I'm not huge on this song. I don't love the like repeat of Do You Really Want to Know Where I Was April 29th. I feel like that could have been said one time and different lyrics could have taken that spot uh, for some reason. But the ooh, ooh, that she does later in the song, like in my brain last second, I was like, oh, nope, that raises it up a bit. Yeah, yeah the April 29th line is one of my favorites, not because of the lyrics, but the way she sings it. Because she drops into her lower register. Yeah, so low. I'm confident with that as my number 10 pick. <laughs> nice. I have to think now. Well, let me let me look at what I have lined up. For those keeping track, there are only two songs left. <laughs> and I know whichever one we leave is going to be somebody who's listening's favorite song. And they're going to be like, fuck you guys. And they're going to turn off the pod and never listen again. <laughs> listen, this is a big decision. Okay. Olivia is currently thinking about how she's going to round out her team the best. I don't think it's about which one she wants more. She wants she wants to know which one is going to make her the most powerhouse. Exactly. I mean, either one of these things. songs are going to do it for either one of us. Let's be <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah. Both of these songs are like in the bottom for Olivia and I. Understanding that this is a no skip album. Because like, I know which one I want to selfishly pick. But is it the right one to like match my team? You know what? I'm just doing it. I'm going to take Glitch. I think there's been a glitch. You're taking Glitch? Yeah. Wow. So I had Snow on the Beach originally ranked above High Infidelity, which is why I'm surprised you're taking Glitch, because Glitch was at the bottom of my draft. Sorry, Glitch stands. Listen, Snow on the Beach doesn't do it. Snow on the Beach is a skip for me. But it's coming down, no sound. It's all around, like snow on the beach. If like I'm being picky about my listen through for midnight. Same. Confidently same. I really like the which is why it's above glitch for me because glitch again the jump scare in the middle. It sounds like she's drunk singing a little bit. Not bad, but we're supposed to be just friends. Kinda sultry, kinda drunk. But why did you pick it over snow on the beach? I just more regularly listen to glitch. Like, I couldn't justify picking Snow on the Beach. I didn't think that either one was drastically going to change how strong my team was. So I went with the selfish choice. Okay. I think that's fair. We have our teams. We have our teams. (laughs) I think they're, you know what? These are both Super Bowl level teams, baby. All right, Danny, read your final listing. My final team is Antihero. You're on your own, kid. Would have, could have, should have. Lavender Haze. Hits different. Sweet nothing. Vigilante shit. Dear reader. Bigger than the whole sky. And high infidelity. Amazing. What's your final team? My final team is Maroon, Karma, Midnight Rain, Paris, The Great War, Bejeweled, Mastermind, Question, Labyrinth, and Glitch. Poor Snow on the Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Snow on the Beach. Snow on the Beach. Snow on the Beach is the house divided. The leftover child. <laughs> so be sure to go to our Instagram, like Olivia said. Vote on your team of choice, I guess. Try not to hurt our feelings, even if we hurt yours with snow on the beach. <laughs> lack of respect. And glitch lack of respect. <laughs> really anything that was in our bottom, I know that there are gonna be people who are mad about it. Don't be mad, okay? You get to be unique and cool compared to us. Yeah, you can make that one your first. That one's all yours. 
That's you, baby. You that's a first round draft pick for you. But for now, be sure to follow us on TikTok at Taylor Learning Podcast on Instagram at Taylor Learning Podcast as well. <laughs> you can always send us an email, taylorlearningpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, we didn't really t- learn anything. We tailored that we have the same taste, apparently, weeks later. <laughs> really much. And obviously, there's a lot happening in the Taylorverse right now um, with the tour and everything. But we'll get to that stuff. This is a fun, lighthearted episode in yeah. the middle of a very busy time. We'll have to do this for more albums because I think this was fun. A really good break from a lot of the heavy stuff we've been doing and knowledgeable stuff we've been doing. And next week, we are going to come back at you with that bejeweled music video breakdown. We promise, we swear, we love you. Oh, and before we log off today, we did get those Spotify stats if you didn't see them on our Instagram. But oh, thank yeah. you. Spotify wrapped. Yeah, thank you for putting us in the top 20% podcast here globally. That's so exciting. I can't believe that. <laughs> Our listener profile is The Enthusiast. You all listen like as soon as the episodes come out and we love you. <laughs> and this is so cool that we get to share our love for Taylor Swift with you through oh. this platform. And I really appreciate every single one of you guys that listens. I mean, it's really easy on our end to just see a number of people that listened. And whenever Danny and I kind of have existential crises and think about the amount of people in one room that the number reflects. That's wild. And I can't believe you guys are down to listen to us ramble about Taylor Swift. Yeah, because God knows our friends can get tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for being along with this ride. Let's hope the next six months go just as great and we can celebrate the year soon. Yes. For this week, my name is Danny, And I'm Olivia. Right, like I we are I'm... tired. Like when we said in the beginning of the episode, we that we were tired. We literally meant it. We're yeah. tripping over our words way more in this episode than anyone else, any other <laughs> sleepy, sleepy girls. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat>